Yirmiyo chapter 23. Chapter 23 of Yirmiyo is one of the central chapters of the book, and it addresses one of the central questions of the book. Chapter 23, verse number 8, verse number 9, begins with the word Linviyim, Linviyim, concerning the prophets. And the bulk of the chapter is about the prophet. And the question the chapter raises implicitly is how do you know if someone's actually telling you the truth? How do you know who the real prophet is? We know, of course, that Yirmiyahu was chosen in the beginning of the book to be a prophet, to deliver God's message. And there it says in the very beginning of the book that God will place the words in Yirmiyahu's mouth. And the message of Yirmiyahu is, for the most part, a rather depressing message that the people have been sinful, punishment will follow, dispersion, exile, and destruction. And furthermore, that Israel is not to resist the invasion of the Babylonians, of Babel, Nebuchadnezzar. They are to accept their fate. And many other people, prophets, are saying that's not the case. We have a different prophecy. And in fact, not always your prophecy false, which is a serious offense, but you're also a traitor. You're telling us not to resist the evil empire. So the question that can be raised is raised, how can you actually tell which person is the true prophet? Now the fact of the matter is that this question, which engages chapter 23 and will engage at least one of the chapter, if not more, in the remainder of this book, and we will get to that. It's a very central question. But this question is already raised by the Torah itself. In fact, in the book of Dvarim, there are two sections in the book of Dvarim, chapter 13 and chapter 18, which deal implicitly and explicitly with this question. Chapter 13 in the book of Dvarim, the context of which is idolatry, speaks about a prophet or a dreamer. Chapter 13, verse number 2, if there appear amongst you a prophet or a dreamer, and this prophet gives you a sign, portent, or a sign, and the oat or mofet come true. And the prophecy, supported by the sign or portent, is that we should go and worship other gods. The Torah says in chapter 13 of Dvarim, verse number 4, do not listen to that prophet or dreamer. What about the signs or the portents? It's simply a test. It's a trial. But the prophecy is not true. And that prophet who delivers that prophecy, who has spoken wrongly about God, he bears Sarah. In verse number 6, that prophet shall be removed from the community and you shall remove evil from your midst. So there's a situation, someone gives a sign, sign comes true, and the prophecy is false. That's chapter 13. Chapter 18 of Deuteronomy deals with head-on the question of who is a real prophet. And there, the context over there is 
the fact that other nations have necromancers and they have diviners and they have sorcerers, fortune tellers, they consult with the dead, and all of that is not for you. That's what they do. You're not allowed to do that. But in contrast to the diviners and sorcerers in chapter 18 of Dvarim, verse 15, A prophet like me, says Moshe, will arise from your brethren, from amongst your community. Listen to that prophet. And Moshe says the same way, the same way in the 16th verse, that after the Ten Commandments were revealed, and the people go to Moshe, and they say, we don't want to hear God's voice anymore. We're frightened to hear God's voice. A story that appears in the book of Shemot, in Exodus, and also in Deuteronomy, in Dvarim. And they get divine approval. That's fine. Moshe, you will speak to me. I will speak to you. I'll give you the law, and you will impart the law to them. So Moshe gives that as an example of where the prophet speaks for God. So this prophet can speak for me. And everybody is commanded to listen to that prophet in verse 19. If you don't listen to the prophet, I will hold that person accountable. But if the prophet says something which is not in my name, I never commanded him to say that, that prophet should die. And now in verse 21, maybe you will say to yourselves, how are we going to know? How do we know that what the prophet is saying is true or false? And the Torah says, If the prophet speaks in the name of God and the oracle does not come true, that oracle was not spoken by God. The prophet has uttered it presumptuously. The prophecy is false. And do not be afraid of that prophet. That's what the Torah says. The difficulty, obviously, is that if someone gives a prophecy and says, and proof that what I say is true is that in five years from now, so-and-so will take place, that doesn't say very much right now about whether we should follow that prophet as a true prophet or not. So I simply point out, and we'll come back to this, I simply point out that what the Torah says about determining who the true prophet is or not is highly problematic. Now, chapter 23 of Yirmiyo, we'll begin this now, deals with exactly this question. Yirmiyo, of course, is the true prophet, but there are many other prophets saying quite the opposite. In chapter 23, beginning in verse 9, Yirmiyo says, Nishbali bibikir bi, my heart is crushed within me, my bones are trembling, I'm like a drunken person, overcome by wine, because of God and God's holy word. The land is full of adulterers, because of the curse, the land is in mourning, referring to the other prophets. And in verse 11, Gam Navi Vigam Kohen Kolechanefu, Gam Beveti Matsati Ratam Numashem, even in my house, says God, I find the wickedness of prophet and priest. So, first of all, he calls the false prophets adulterers. 
And I think there are two implications over here. One is that in determining who who is or is not a prophet, one does have to take into account their own behaviors. And that if someone misbehaves in their own lives, then presumably they're not prophets, they're not delivering God's message. That's one point. But the second point about, of course, adulterers is that they are betraying God. They are delivering not God's message because they're beholden not to God. They're beholden to something else. They don't have the fierce loyalty to God. They have other considerations. They have other attachments and connections. So that's the adultery. And then in the chapter it continues, Yermio distinguishes between two kinds of false prophets. In verse number 13, he speaks about the prophets of the north, Nevi'e Shomron. And those prophets are prophesying in the name of another god. They're prophesying in the name of a different god altogether. Baal. That's as far as the northern kingdom is concerned. However, the prophets of Jerusalem, I've seen a terrible thing. In verse 14, so here he says something else about the prophet. The prophets of Jerusalem do speak in God's name, but they're not actually delivering God's message because their message is strengthening the wicked. And what Yirmiyo is saying is that the role of the prophet, the prophet in Jewish tradition, in classical Jewish tradition, is not to be a lawgiver, doesn't give laws, but rather talks about moral obligation. Moral obligation means that the role of the prophet is to correct what is wrong, not to give a, uh, a validation to what is wrong. So the prophet who, who is speaking what the people want to hear is presumably not a prophet, because what's the point to send someone to validate what people are already doing? So Yermiel says the betrayal of God is that these others are not engaging the people, causing them to rethink their lives and to take a different path. They can't be prophets, because that's not what a prophet does. The, the last thing I would say here about chapter 23 at this point has to do with verses 19 and 20. Verse 19, Hinei sarat Hashem chema yatzah tesar mitchoreo arosh rishaim yachur lo yoshuv af Hashem ad asoto v'nad kimol mizimot libo v'chayrit hayamim titmonenu barbina And Yermio speaks of the God's word, the storm of the Lord goes forth in fury a whirling storm, it shall whirl down upon the heads of the wicked. The anger of God shall not turn back till it has fulfilled and completed God's purposes. And that speaks to a different point about the prophet. It's what Yirmiyo said about himself earlier. Sometimes I say, this is a difficult job. I don't want to continue as prophet. But then within me, there's a fire. And I can't contain the fire within me. And the true prophet has a fire within the prophet. The false prophet does not. The false prophet doesn't have that, that tempest inside, 
that burning inside. That's another way to determine, looking from the outside, to determine perhaps of one of the ways of perhaps determining who is the true prophet and who is not the true prophet.